Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to episode number 39 of Thyroid Nation Radio Live Talk Show and Podcast. I'm Dana Bowman, founder of ThyroidNation.com. And I'm Tiffany Milanich of GratefulGarden.biz. And today we are talking with the wonderful Carol Gray, thyroid advocate, blogger, and author of Wow, Your Mom Really Is Crazy, A Complete Guide to Coping with Thyroid Disease, Stress, Weight Loss Tips, and More. And it's hilarious. And she's fabulous, so I'm really excited. I've talked to her before on a a different show, so this is going to be really neat. I love the cover. (laughs) With the lady with the bag of red. (laughs) Anyways, Dana and I are so incredibly excited to talk with her, but first, just a few things. If you tuned in last week, which we hope you did, because it was one of our amazing team members, Shannon Garrett, autoimmune RN and founder of ShannonGarrettWellness.com. If you missed her, you can very easily catch it in the Thyroid Nation radio archives, as well as other amazing, fabulous guests that we've had the, the honor of interviewing, like Dr. Holtorf, Hypothyroid Mom, Mary Showman, Susie Cohen, Isabella Wentz, just so many amazing guests with so much information. Yeah. Make sure to also check out the lineup of wonderful and innovative guests we have scheduled on the Thyroid Nation radio page for the future guests like Dr. Jill Carnahan, Andrea Nakayama, Dr. Trevor Crate, Crate, Dr. Trevor Kate, <laughs> Dr. Trevor Kate, and so many more great people. <laughs> you're you're on uh, not time lag jet lag. You feel much jet lag? Yes. I, yeah, I'm a little tired. <laughs> yeah, had a family, wonderful family visit to Texas. Okay, I think she is with the stand. So let's get this thyroid oh, nation thriving. Yeah, there she is. Hello, good morning. Let's do it. Hello, how are you guys? Very good. How are you this morning? I'm great. Awesome. Awesome. It's kind of it's late here. What time are you? Both at uh, is it two o'clock? Both for you, both of you guys. I'm it at is noon. Three, not for Tiffany. Yeah, I'm yeah. at noon in Joshua Tree. Oh, okay, okay. And so you're three, three p.m. Yep. Indiana, right? Well, yes. How's the weather? I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it is great today. It is awesome. Really feeling good today. Um, Got out and did my workout this morning, so feeling good. Have you guys good. had much snow there yet? Not yet, not at all. We typically don't get snow until around, um, gosh, I would say, actually with Indiana, you never know. It can happen anywhere from, the first snow can be anywhere from the end of November to January. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Never know with Indy. So not too, not too far away. I mean, you know, that's a couple of weeks, right? Right. We always want a, a white Christmas, but it doesn't always happen. Uh, <laughs> it never happens here in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> How's the weather there? Well, can't. Oh, it's good. But, you know, I was in Texas. Um, I just got back last night, and it was the perfect fall weather week. I stayed with my mom and dad and had the best time. And it was, you know, 60s, 50s, sunshine, 
which is my favorite weather. Fall is my favorite season, and we don't really get that here in Costa Rica. So I start to crave it. You know, my body starts, like, needing that, that change in season. And so I right. was really lucky to get to go home and ha- hang out with my mom and dad. So it was it was just beautiful. So, well, Carol, you know, we've talked before, and um, we had such a great time. And I know I know a lot about you uh, from, from us being friends and from talking to you before. But, let's you know, let's just jump back and, and start from the very beginning, when you first started noticing symptoms, and let's talk about your thyroid. Um, yeah, gosh, been a <laughs> long time ago. I was diagnosed more than ten years ago, and um, it seemed like I had just about every symptom in the book. I mean, it just came all of a sudden um, through a stressful situation I had at work, um, and. I had, gosh, the migraines, the, I had vision problems, I had pain, all over body pain, extreme fatigue, um, you name it. But for me, that wasn't the most upsetting part of my disease. It was the, the behavioral or mental health symptoms that I had. Um, it just seemed like overnight I went from okay to, you know, bipolar acting. And um, that to me was the most disconcerting part of, of my transformation. Now, what do you mean by bipolar, Carol, if you don't mind me asking, just the, the, the sudden swings in moods or did you find yourself angry one minute, happy the next? Exactly. I was having crying fits one minute and then just elated in the next minute. And wow. um, I, I I couldn't figure out what was going on with me because I was always, like, even-keeled. I was always an even-keeled person and level-headed. And I would, you know, I like sports, and I would find myself crying during an Indiana Pacer game. And I was like, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> What am I doing? And, um, you know, and, and of course, getting upset with your family members for no reason and, you know, poor my husband and my son, it was just awful. I just, <laughs> going back and thinking back of how I was acting towards them, was just, I feel for them because I would just fly off just for the, the smallest thing. And, I kept thinking, this is not me. What is going on? So, yeah, it was, that to me was more troubling. Yeah, I felt like a 90-year-old woman because my physical symptoms were off the chain, but but in addition to that, my mental health symptoms were way worse, and that was what was concerning me the most. Did you experience uh, depression and anxiety, too? Was it just this constant... Exactly. Depression, anxiety, um, paranoia, which was very odd. I was paranoid. I kept thinking things were going to happen to me. I'd wake up every hour and check the door, check the alarm, make sure the alarm was on, and check all the windows. This, I mean, this was just so out of character. It was, right. it was just amazing. And then... Um, I had suicidal thoughts, which I'd never had before. Um, I started seeing things and hearing things. Um, and like I said, it was just all of a sudden. It was I never had any of this 
in right, my childhood. Or my, right, it just all came with the symptoms. To me, they were symptoms just like, you know, a headache or just like the body pain or the, um, I had rapid heartbeat. I, I mean, I, from head to toe, I just had every symptom that you can imagine. Now, I know you were diagnosed okay, with Graves' so, disease. Oh, sorry, I was going to say, did right. you also have any accompanying <laughs> nutrient deficiencies, too, that got diagnosed at the same time? Like B12 or no, anemic or no. anything like that? Not at all, because I had your regular old conventional medicine doctor and not um, the holistic or the functional medicine doctor. And I did not even think of those things at the time. Um, Later on, I realized that that's a huge part of the healing is to look at the whole entire body and not just, you know, the thyroid. But, um, no, I didn't, I didn't check for deficiencies um later on my def- my vitamin d was just almost at zero and i found that was did, years later that i found that out did you yeah, find that you um, did have a b12 deficiency i yes I, I had a, i had b deficiencies i had um um hormonal deficiency i had my progesterone was really bad um and again like i said when you go, when you're first diagnosed, first of all, I was just kind of like in a daze and out of it, and um, I really couldn't, I really couldn't function enough to even do research on my own to figure this all out, you know, initially, because right. I was so out of it. So I just was at the mercy of the doctor and just listened to what they said, and she was, um, kind of like, well, we have to destroy your thyroid and we have to, um, you have to get radiation and and be in a pill for the rest of your life. And that was it. That's all she told me. And I was just like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm, I'm, you know, feeling horrible. I'll listen to whatever you say. So I went through oh. the radiation and took the synthetic medication and still was feeling horrible, but... Later on, I realized so, okay. I, I needed more. Overall approach. Okay, so so you were diagnosed with Graves' disease, and you had all the symptoms of hyper. Did you have overlapping hypo symptoms? Do you know? I initially just had hyper symptoms, um, which was the the heart racing. I lost a tremendous amount of weight. I would eat and eat and eat. It was funny when I was first um, experiencing my symptoms. I would eat an entire, you know, huge, gigantic lunch, the hamburger, the french fries. um, And then I would bring in to work like an entire pie and eat a pie for lunch on top of my, my other, you know, my regular lunch. And I would still continue to lose weight. Um... I had a lot of muscle wasting, <laughs> which is very, very painful, by the way. I don't know if anyone's ever experienced that. That's very painful, the muscle wasting. And mm-hmm. just I, I could barely walk. I had a hard time getting in and out of the car. So, yeah, I was having a lot of the hyper symptoms. I, I had a, a goiter, a large goiter, so I had trouble breathing um, and talking. It was, like, kind of choking me. And um, I was very hoarse. So, 
Yeah, and then um, later on when I got the radiation is when I went hypo. You've covered the range. Yeah. And I have to say, very hypo. I know. I know. Carol, I want to ask you, because so many of us can not necessarily always identify one particular event. Some people are lucky to be able to do that. Others cannot. It's more of a a series of dominoes that kind of uh, fell. But did you have something that triggered this? Was there a phenomenal amount of stress? Were you... Was there something that triggered this loss of weight and the, these emotional, uh, you know, um, sliding and everything else? Can you pinpoint it to a specific event or anything like that, or what do you think? Um, I definitely believe that stress is the is the catalyst for most people. I think there's, I think it's it's really the perfect storm. It's a lot of little things, and then stress just kind of compounds it, and then bam. Um, but I took, and I don't, I know Dana knows the story. You know the story of how I came up with my title of the book, Wow, Your Mom Really Is Crazy. Um, I do, I do, but go ahead and share it. I want to hear it again. Yes, please, please share it. <laughs> but, um, the title is how I really realized, okay, I need to do something. I need to fix this. I was, um, inside cleaning the house. Because I would have also too, I'd have bursts of energy, and then, and then I'd crash, and then I'd be down for like I'd be in bed for like days. But um, I was in the house cleaning, a rare moment for me. <laughs> but um, my son was and his friend. My son, I think he was like, oh gosh, six or seven at the time, and he was outside with his friend playing, and. Um, I had the screen door open, and he and his friend came up to the screen door and said, Mom, Mom, the ice cream man's here. Can you um, run upstairs and get my piggy bank because I want some ice cream. We, we want to get some ice cream. So I said, okay, I'll, you know, and I ran upstairs and got his little piggy bank and um, came downstairs, and they were just so cute. He and his friend were standing right at the door with just, anxious face was like, oh my gosh, we're getting some ice cream, and they were just cute as a button. So I decided to play a trick on them, and I held on to the piggy bank, and I said, no, you're not getting any ice cream. I'm going to keep this money, and it's going to be all mine. And I was just, you know, joking with them and playing with them, and I started going, ha! this money's all mine. And his little friend looked at my son, Tyler, <laughs> he looked over at him, and he said, Wow, Tyler, you're right. Your mom really is crazy. Oh, and <laughs> and it, I started just laughing hysterically because I thought it was funny. And I looked at my son's face because he just had this embarrassed look on his face, like, "Yeah, mom, I'm telling the whole neighborhood you're crazy." And then I thought, you know what? I, I it dawned on me that for him to have to to tell people that his mom is crazy. Something's wrong. I'm not acting the way, you know, I, I normally act or I used to act to him. And I realized that I have to do something. Something's got to give. And then soon after that, I went to the doctor because I, I figured that, I'm, you know, he's going to have me committed or something. <laughs> that was the next step. <laughs> uh, I think we can all relate with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and it's funny. It's so funny, but it's not funny, but it's funny. Right. 
Oh, it is. Love. <laughs> right? Yeah, Dana and I do that all the time, Carol, just so you know that that's funny, but it's really not. It's like a sad funny, you know, but it's that whole relative funny, like, my God, that's just terrible. <laughs> we do it all the time. Well, you know, you have to you have to find humor or else you just really, it'll be, you know, you'll be depressed all the time. You have to find humor in some of this. <laughs> You know, I have to bring you have to find up humor in a lot of it. You have to try. You know, you know, yeah, that for for Dana and I both, that's a huge saving grace is 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 finding the humor and laughing and surrounding mm-hmm. you know yourself with people that keep you positive and and laughing and you know we're going to beat this and it's going to be okay and you know that's for me exactly. anyways is a huge is huge. Absolutely. So I have a question. When mm-hmm. I read what you had said about the life story of Judy Kirby. And I'll just I'll just write, if you don't mind, what you had written. Uh, life story of Judy Kirby, a fellow thyroidian who was sentenced to 215 years in prison for confusingly driving the wrong way on a poorly constructed highway, killing seven people. Okay. I right. can so relate to this. And my sister and I... Interestingly enough, my sister has not been diagnosed with thyroid problems, but we had many of the same symptoms. But one of it was just horrific confusion, inability to hold a thought. And when I read that, I thought, I wonder why more of us don't talk about that, you know, where we have to drive our kids to school. And, you know, it was kind of like, where was I going? Or, you know, you're stopped at a stoplight thinking, you know, which way was it to the school? I did that. I was there. And so when I read that, it was horrifying. Horrifying. I just can't even yeah. imagine. Yes. And on top of her having a thyroid disease um, and being confused and, and all the things that go with that, she also had just given birth Oh my god. Child. Oh my god. So she had a little postpartum going on. Um, She'd given birth like five months prior to that car accident. Um, And her behavior right after that changed tremendously. And um, I kind of reached out to her because I, I, when I first started, finally I took the bull by the horns and I said okay I'm tired of being sick I've got to figure this thing out myself so I started researching online when I finally my brain finally kind of came out of the fog I was able to like you said there's confusion a lot of confusion I was able to read articles and I stumbled across Judy Colby's article and I thought to myself this can't be real I can't wow. imagine this so I 215 years yeah, and I wrote to her, and I said, my whole thought to write to her, my whole uh, reasoning was, are you getting good? Are you getting care, you know good care in prison? Because her defense was she had a mismanaged thyroid uh, disease outside of you know prison. Her doctor didn't manage it properly, um, so that was her defense. So I, my sole reason in writing her was, are you getting good care? That's all I wanted to know because I was going to pick up the prison and, you know, say, right. she's got to, you know, she's got to get on good medicine and blah, blah, blah. And she said, yeah, now I'm fine because she's 
um, you know, taking her medication regularly. They monitor her regularly. So she's like, I'm fine. And I just, I, from then on, a blossoming friendship began. And so, yeah, I'm still currently working on her book. But, yeah, it was just remarkable to and you And you are writing a book. Yes. On that, right? Yes. Um, I think the story needs to be told. Um, oh, absolutely. Cause I, I had, like you said, Tiffany, I had that same confusion. In the book, I talk about one of the times where I walked out of the grocery store, and I, you know how you have that feeling like, oh, my gosh, where in the world did I park? You're kind of mm-hmm. looking around going, well, taking that to another level, I couldn't remember what car I drove. I couldn't remember mm-hmm. was it the car that I drove? Was it the Mustang when I was 18 years old? Was it the Cavalier right. in my 20s? I totally forgot what car I drove to the store. So yeah, that confusion—it's—it's it's almost like you're, like I said before, like you're 90 years old, like you have a 90-year-old brain and body. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. something like you said that needs to be talked about more. Yeah, I had never and, had an accident also, in my life. And I had two accidents within a six-month period. Um, actually, I think it was three-month period where, you know, it was just I didn't feel I didn't feel capable of driving a car. And I used to tell people, my dad and my husband, and and they'd be like, "Oh, Tiffany, you're fine. You've been a great driver so many years." And I think you know that needs to be. It really needs to be addressed more often because I guarantee you, every one of us can relate to that woman. I mean, not necessarily driving down the wrong side of the street, but, I mean, having to be walked through the grocery store on the phone or having to be reminded where you were going or reminded of the appointments or the number of appointments that we missed or, you know what I mean? It just doesn't get addressed. It was horrifying when I read that. I was horrified when I read that, how fortunate, you know, that we were all to to get through that without being in that circumstance. Something like that happening, yeah. And I, I drove to the site of where it happened, um, just because I, I'm kind of a, a skeptical person, you know, by nature. So I just, I'm like, okay, I, I want to know, is this really what she was going through? Is this, re- did this right. really happen? So I went to the site and I'm like, oh my goodness, on my good day, I could see myself. It was so confusing. <laughs> and oh, they, wow. uh, they have since blocked it off because so many people had done it before. Oh my! God. Um, so it's it's the road, the actual road leading up to the highway is blocked, but I could so see myself doing something like that. It was so did, it's were very you confusing. actually able to read the case? Were you actually yes. able to read the case? Yes. Was got, that um, really the the compounding circumstances, or were there more circumstances to that that led to the 215 years? There, there was nothing more to it. It was just um, oh my God, hurt. Going up the wrong side of the highway, she was confused. Um, but because other people had done it, and they, you know, when people, when you go, if you've ever done this before, even on like a one-way street, people honk at you, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, and you move over, whatever. Well, she didn't. So because she didn't move over, because she didn't get out of the way, the prosecution said she was trying to commit suicide. And so I'm assuming so. that she was with a public defender, correct, that couldn't attest or couldn't hire 
an endocrinologist that could attribute to the delayed reflexes and all of those things with hypothyroidism. I mean, was she with a public defender? No, it was a, she did get a, um, it wasn't a public defender, but um, I would say sort of like that. Um, They did have a doctor come, and his testimony was awesome. I told my husband, I said, honey, I'm leaving you for this doctor in Florida because he was so... Wonderful. I mean, he had, it was like he knew us. He knew people with thyroid disorders. He'd written several books. He had, you know, a million initials at the end of his name. And so he was very well schooled on the subject. And he wrote everything down, or he, he testified to what it was like to have thyroid disorder. And cause, because a lot of people, a lot of witnesses said that she had this blank stare. And he called it the thyroid stare. He said that can mm-hmm. happen to people who have thyroid disease, and you just have this blank stare. People can be in your face going, hey, and you're still Absolutely. kind of like. So he talked about that on the stand, and um, I guess it really wasn't enough. Oh, how wow. frustrating. Yeah. her. Um, I have her medical okay. records, too. Her thyroid oh my um, was... was um, Gosh, off the, t- off the top of my head, I can't remember, but her numbers were just off the charts. They were horrible. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I really, from talking to her, because I visit her often, and from talking to her and from looking at her medical records, I firmly believe she has Hashimoto's and just was never diagnosed with that. Just knowing what I know and reading and talking to so many people on forums and reading up on Hashimoto's, it sounds like that's what her diagnosis should have been. But she never got that. Wow. So. You know, it really makes me wonder how many women and men have been in this circumstance or have had that and and where Hashimoto's or hypothyroidism were actually at the root of that particular car accident or, you know what I'm saying? child right. left in the car or, you know, God forbid, child left in the car. But you know what I mean? How many hypothyroids are are behind that? You know what I'm saying? Right. I often wonder that, you know. I have a friend who we had dinner about six months ago. She was having some just horrible um, behavioral health issues. She had a kind of like a mental breakdown. She had suicidal thoughts. She couldn't leave her house. Finally, I got her to to come out of the house for dinner, um, and I said, you know what, we've, you know, we've talked about this before, but you really need to get a thyroid test. And she goes, I, I've done that, but the doctor said it's normal. I said, no, not a TSH test, because we all know that that's what <laughs> doctors run. I said, not a TSH test. I said, find a, a functional medicine doctor or a holistic doctor that will look at everything. So she took my advice and did that, and come to find out she did have hypothyroidism. And later on, she told me, she said, Carol, you know what? I firmly believe that my bipolar diagnosis that I got several years ago is incorrect. So she got on armor and um, was able to get off several um, psychiatric drugs because of this doctor that she went to see that looked at her whole entire body instead of just Mm -hmm. 
you know, of course, that TSH test. Kelly Brogan talks about well, that a I lot, mean, the, the misdiagnosis of bipolar disorders for reactive hyperglycemics. It's uh, She talks about that quite a bit. Yeah, it's... Um, it's something like you said. It needs to be looked at, definitely. Well, let's um, let's let's jump into to obviously. I we know why you wrote the book, or, or tell us a little yeah. bit about why you wrote the book and and the process of the book. Um, you know, we want to hear a little bit more about it. Oh, okay. Um, at the time, I was going through a really really rough time. Um, I had not started my, I guess, my research into why I was feeling so awful after the doctor said, oh, all you have to do is just take this radiation and this pill every day, and you'll just feel good as new. So I couldn't understand why she wasn't right. And um, so I kind of researched on my own, and my dad had just been diagnosed with cancer, and he was dying. My husband was addicted to prescription payments, medication I talk about that in the book and my son was a teenager and just he was just being a teenager if you guys know what I'm talking about <laughs> right. oh yeah we both have teenagers yes uh, don't we yeah. yes <laughs> so you know and my job was stressful so all those things and um I just it was it was like a cathartic kind of release for me just to go into this thyroid world and and read up on other issues that other people were having and how they found success and how they got well. Um, And everything kind of led to healing the gut. That's how it just, everything that I read, it just kind of led to that. And so I started doing that myself and um, I started feeling better. So that's kind of why I wrote the book and just to help people understand that you got to kind of start on the inside and you've got to look at the entire body and not just not just that little butterfly. Definitely. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> I I mean it really really is amazing when you make changes in your life. I mean, I just it really kind of, and sometimes it downright pisses me off that I can't eat all the candy I want like I used to when I was in my 20s. <laughs> it's like, I want to uh, eat my gummy bears, you know? Why can't I eat my gummy bears all the time? So, <laughs> but if you, you know, if you want to be well, it's like gone are the days when you can do that kind of stuff. And I have, had to realize I had to eliminate the things that got me here. And it's a hard pill to swallow, but I feel I feel fantastic now. It's just it's day and night, but it was a long road. It really was. So you did do you did do the radioactive iodine, right? I I did do that. Yeah, I definitely did that. I a lot of people ask do I regret it. I would have to say I was in such a bad situation my my doctor said I, she I was like one of the worst cases she had seen so I don't know if I at the time I didn't have a choice because my heart rate was just it, it felt like my heart was gonna blow up I had 
to go to the hospital. I don't know how many times in a year I'd be rushed to the hospital. Um, one time I was carted off in an ambulance. Oh, gosh, that was embarrassing. But um, I just felt like, you know, I had a lot of thinking to do for that, but I went ahead and did the radiation. I can't tell people not to do it or to do it just because in my situation I I felt like I had to. But um, I think I probably would try to go the holistic route if I had to do it all over again, maybe. You would. And you never know. It was different, you know. I mean, you know, back then, you know, there weren't, there wasn't so much um, information that there is now. And, and, you know, you did what you thought was right. And you had to. Yeah. You had to do that then because, you know. And so, you know, you turned out you turned out okay. How are you feeling now? Yeah. I mean, so after the radio, I, or after the, did you took the Synthroid? Did you take Synthroid? What, you know, can you walk us through that process a little bit? I did take Synthroid, um, and then I was on Tiracent for a while, and then I realized this still is not working, and then I realized that I wasn't converting T4 into T3. So when I found that out and I started taking T3, that it just felt like, you know, I felt like a new person, a different person. Um, I still wasn't right. I still felt like I needed more, and then that's when I started to delve into deficiencies and healing the gut and working on healing the gut and working on the liver. Um, so like I said, yeah, now I feel fantastic. I just I try to maintain um, just a balance in my life, mm-hmm. and that makes all the difference in the world. What nutrient deficiencies? And so today, <clears throat> go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead, Dana. Well, I'd like to know. Yeah, what nutrient deficiencies did, did you do you know? Did you did you find uh, eventually find out? I know in the very beginning you didn't. Know, I had. Did you eventually um, find out? Yes, I had vitamin B deficiencies. B. Um, I had. Um, I believe I had mineral deficiencies, even though I didn't get tested for those, because I started taking a product called Mineral Rich, and I started feeling fantastic after I did that. Um, I My hormones were out of balance, which I think, I, I firmly believe that thyroid disease is, in essence, a hormonal disease, so when one goes out of whack, the rest of them will probably fall into place right. and go out of whack, too. Um, so my progesterone was way off and when I supplemented with that I started feeling wonderful as well sleep my sleep was just awesome after that and then I just changed my diet I also and I talk about this in the book too when I started um, healing my gut I also had a lot of parasites I know that sounds disgusting it was disgusting for me but I, I did and I think that is common as well to have, you know, for the standard American diet, we don't get a lot of nutrients. And we're, you know, probably most of us, we probably have a lot of bacteria, a lot of parasites. And um, sure. when I started working on that, uh, I just felt amazing. 
So, Carol, how did you actually address that parasite? Was it something, was it diagnosed and then you addressed it, or was it something that you just chose to, you know, kind of cover a base? Or tell us more about the parasite link for you. It was a serendipitous kind of act. <laughs> I started um, <laughs> cleansing, actually. I, I did a cleanse, and I saw them coming out. It was... I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, yeah. no, that's Awful. okay. It needs to be talked about more, you know. Yeah, it was disgusting. I mean, they were coming out in droves. I was trying wow. to get my son. I was like, Tyler, get my son. You've got to come see this. And, you know, <laughs> I'm like, and he's like, Mom, I'm not going to look at your poop. I'm like, you were you having an alien this. experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't boys love gross things? Don't you want to see this? So, um, I mean, it was it was for days they were coming out. It was a wow. lot of them. Now, had you and, traveled outside wow. the U.S. or did you? Or are you a big sushi eater? Any, you know, did you have no. any kind of? Oh, well, that maybe that's where I picked that up. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Not at all. Mm. No. So. um I'm like thinking, wow, did this contribute to everything? You just never know. You wonder, you know, you ask questions. Of course, like, oh, yeah. Things like that happen. But yeah, I it, tons of them were coming out, and um, after that, I went and got a just to make sure. I went and got a over the counter. You can get like a pharmacy. Um, it's called Warm Red, and I got I took something just to make sure I got them all out, and. It was it was day and night after that. I could not believe how better I felt after that. So I tell people, wow. you're still not feeling well. You may have you know parasites. You may have some sort of um, you know worms. And worms, getting worms. I I did some research on worms, and they are very very common. If mm-hmm. you have a good uh, digestive tract. You're supposed to get rid of them naturally, but many people with thyroid disease don't have a good digestive tract. You, you know, it's not working properly. So um, I don't. Sign yeah. me up. Put my name down first. <laughs> That's me, right? So you may want to look into that. I know. So when you were doing about- a cleanse, were you doing? Were you doing? Were you doing anything specific, or were you just doing, you know, cleanses that you know you were feeling, finding, you know, worked good for you? You weren't doing anything specific, right? Not anything specific. I was just eating fruits and vegetables, and um, can you guys hear me? Yes. No, I can still hear you. Okay. Oh, away. Dana, can you hear us? Okay. Huh. Carol, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. She might have just dropped off. Sometimes her um, her call will drop off, but I know she's got she got some new headphones, so maybe we'll just oh. wait till she connects and and uh, she'll come right back in because she's still connected. So I'm thinking maybe she had some trouble with her uh, with her headphones, uh, and she did actually just drop, so she must have had some trouble. So let's talk more. Um, so the parasites. I know Isabella Wentz. She talks a lot about parasites being, uh, you know, a trigger. And, of course, she's getting into all of these, you know, uh, crazy bacterias as well that can also mm-hmm. be, um, you know, the root cause of of that. So um, 
So para- so you did a parasite cleanse and then you said you started feeling great. Oh my goodness. It was it was amazing how great I started to feel after I did that. And it like I said, it took some time to get those fuckers out, but it was very apparent. There was no question as to what they were <laughs> they were coming out. Wow. That's what was now, out so of curi- weird. Out of curiosity, Carol, did you uh, have anemia? I saw you. I heard you come back on. You okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> was it your new headphones decided to, to just blip out? Yeah, I guess so, right? Well, shame on them. Jeez. <laughs> I know. Okay, so I had a question for, for Carol with the parasites. Were you uh, anemic at all that you know of? What, was your ferritin ever diagnosed fairly low or... Um, oh, did yes. you have any? I'm sorry, I did forget to tell you <laughs> that I I was very anemic. Absolutely, yeah. Oh wow. I've I've always had a problem with anemia, but it was really bad at that time. Definitely, yeah. So you probably saw quite a bit of uh, just a natural rise in your iron then too, from it not being taken from the parasites after that, right? Yeah, they were taking everything from me. They were taking all kinds of nutrients from me, and I was feeding them with... That's probably why I had strong sugar cravings, so that's probably why I was having those, because they were wanting that. And when I was just putting nothing but healthy things in my body, nothing um, from a can, nothing processed, fruits, vegetables, lean meats, that was it. And I did that Mm. for... um, for 10 days um, and like for a salad I didn't have salad dressing I would just put like lemon juice on it I mean it was very very bare bones natural diet and um, they weren't liking it and they were coming out well okay wow. <laughs> so well, I know I, right I, that, that's so so interesting you know I mean and like you said digestive acids are very low and digestion with people with hypothyroidism and, you know, you wonder how many people uh, that that's a, a problem with. You know, like you said, it's more common than people think, but a, a healthy digestive tract will shoot it out, you know. will shoot it out, yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, there are a million ways that you get these these parasites. You, you know, the drinking water at a restaurant, if you have animals, um, there, you know, fruits and vegetables at the store, there's all kinds of ways but. Like yeah, like you said, it it will come out. It should come out, but if it's not, if your body's not working properly, then they're going to thrive and grow. Right. Oh, I'll tell you. you wow. Know, <laughs> I bet that's I'm more sure common than categorize this as a a flower field moment because of the, <laughs> the topic, the subject. But but you know, <laughs> it is one of those moments where you're just kind of. <laughs> thinking and reflecting and uh, very just one of those hmm okay because I probably need to I probably I probably have parasites Carol I probably need to do it and I need to you know I need to look at that and be serious about it even though it's not the most fun topic you know it's not and yeah you'll get so grossed out I mean I was just hanging out in the bathroom going oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) so disgusting but you feel so much better. They're not thriving and taking all those nutrients from you anymore. So definitely look into that. I would recommend it. Okay. Done. 
<laughs> I am in a flower field moment. I am in a flower field moment after that one. Right? Well, keep, keep me posted, Dana. Definitely. I want to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so you know. Ugh. All right. Do okay, YouTube. I guess we can move on now. Do a YouTube <laughs> video on that. No, thank you. So that people yeah, can identify. <laughs> oh wow. my gosh. That is that's horrible and probably so common. <laughs> oh, without a doubt. Way more common than people want to talk about. And so is the you know, the the brain fog and the confusion. Um, you know, seriously, you know, these are things people you know, will listen to the show and they'll think, you know, I've had some of those moments but I don't have thyroid problems or whatever and you know, thyroid thyroid disease is getting more and more common. And um, you know, I I had to fly a bunch when I was headed to see my mom and dad. And I while I was there, I flew to Lubbock. And I'm always, of course, talking about it because someone will say, "What do you do?" Well, I have a website, Thyroid Nation. Why do you have Thyroid Nation? So of course we talk about it. And every single person is like, or if I just tell somebody my my email because I was I don't know I think I was talking to an American Airlines representative, and she said, "Well, I have thyroid disease, and I had Graves, I had REI, and I." You know, I just don't seem to be doing very good. You know that? And she says, you know that armor? Well, I just love that armor. And, you know, they just, just <laughs> they just continued that that armor um, medication, you know, a long time ago. So my doctor's put me on this other stuff. And I just like that other stuff so much better. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, what was the other stuff? Maybe you should get a new doctor, you know, right? Um, at, they, put her, they put her on Synthroid or Levothyroxine. You know, so but anyway, oh, wow. these these things are way more more common than than you realize, and and you know sometimes it's not fun to talk about, but you know the confusion's definitely there for most people, a lot of people, and and I'm thinking you know the gut healing the gut is probably a big one, and along with that comes the wonderful wormwood parasite cleanse. So we're gonna try it. Absolutely, I I like you when I you know go out and about and I'm talking to people. I always seem to get into those thyroid conversations with people too. And yes, you're right; it is becoming like an epidemic. It's very common, very very common. Either the person you're speaking to they have thyroid disease, or you know they know someone that's suffering, and you know they they say that something just isn't right. They just don't feel well. And and the people that I was I was talking to, you know, even my brother, he said, well, the, there's a guy who has thyroid cancer in the office, and then, you know, there's a guy who was sitting next to him on the plane, and he said, yeah, my sister-in-law has thyroid problems, and then the other guy said, well, I have someone who has thyroid cancer in my family, and, you know, blah, you know, I mean, everybody starts talking because it's right. so common. And I, I know that this was not as common, not that there wasn't cases or that people didn't have thyroid disease 5, 10, 15 years ago. You know, it's obviously more, you know, talked about to people, you know, are hearing it more often and seeing it on the news and stuff. Hopefully, you know, we're get, raising more awareness, right? But um, I'm right. sure it was exactly. out there, but it's just interesting that people are talking about it. And uh, hopefully we are doing some good, ladies. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Now, Carol, you mentioned that you felt that you had Hashimoto's and Graves at the same time. Did you ever get tested for the Hashimoto's antibodies also? No. Um, and to tell you the truth, I never got I never got the official Graves testing either. 
Um, oh, wow. my, yeah, I, my doctor, I told her about that. I said, you know, I don't remember you really even testing it. She's like, oh, well, you were, you were a, a textbook case. She said it would have been a waste of your money to, to test you for it. So um, just by, you know, reading on the symptoms, reading up on symptoms and reading other people's symptoms, it felt like I had a, an addition to Graves Hashimoto's because I was swing wily. One of the, the um, symptoms of Hashimoto's is swinging back and forth from hyper to hypo, and I would do that. I don't do that anymore, but I used to do that constantly. It's just the huge swings from you know back and forth hyper to hypo, and I would have to get my meditation adjusted constantly. Wow. And both of you guys were um, diagnosed with Hashimoto's, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And how long has it been for both of you? You want to go, Dana? Uh-uh. I was oh, diagnosed. Break, break. I thought you were, were going to jump in. <laughs> I thought you said, uh-uh. <laughs> okay, you go first. Okay, so I was diagnosed. Very luckily, I mean, I I guess I say that, not luckily, but uh, I didn't have to go through a million doctors um, to get diagnosed. Now, since then, I've been to a million doctors to feel better and change medicine and all that kind of stuff. But my actual official diagnosis, I live in Costa Rica, and I went to um, a local doctor here, and she said, let's run some labs, and she did, and my PSH was, you know, over the normal range, not out out of whack. For me, it was out of whack because I didn't feel... I didn't feel good. And so that's why it's so subjective to, to each person. That's why Tiffany and I always say, you know, everybody's different listen to your own body. But they right. sent me to a um, a specialist, an endocrinologist here, supposedly the best one in the country, you know, studied at, you know, Harvard and Stanford and all kinds of places, I don't know. And, um, <laughs> and he actually did an in-office uh, sonogram while I was you know, there, and and that's how he officially, he said, you definitely have hypothyroidism, but he officially diagnosed me with Hashimoto's in the office, um, so, so that was very interesting, and I and I got diagnosed, you know, right then and there, and that was um, four and a half years ago, but I've suffered the oh, type okay. of symptoms and adrenal symptoms and, and all that, you know, probably my, and hormonal issues my, my entire life, so, so that's me, Tiff. <laughs> and then I was uh, I was diagnosed um, with Hashimoto's in 2010, and uh, then hypothyroid two and a half or three years later. So I had oh. and I had all of the crazy onslaught, the horrible fatigue, the the cognition issues, and everything uh, for two and a half or, or three years before uh, my thyroid actually fell in a treatable range. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, my if God. I had a bullhorn, I would like to just bullhorn that. That's why I always <laughs> recommend people, you know, that's that, you know, can fall in that whole subclinical, um, you know, uh, situation. I was yeah. also severely anemic, but um, my hemoglobin, hematocrit, and total serum iron were all normal. When I finally went in there, uh, I went in with a sheet of paper that said, please draw this. And um, so I, you could clearly see, you know, a lot of people, unfortunately, doctors have a, a limited testing. 
for anemia, they really rely solely on the hemoglobin hematocrit and total serum iron, but your ferritin can be critically low, and the body will view it as severe anemia before it, it pull, starts to pull from a blood level. Mm-hmm. So it's the... So that is something I wish everybody knew, you know, that just the simple onslaught of Hashimoto's. And had I known five years ago what I know now, I would have asked for, um, you know, I would have asked for thyroid hormone five years ago because it would have helped slow the the destruction on the thyroid and it and it would have made me feel a hell of a lot better. It's amazing. Hindsight's twenty twenty, isn't it? I mean, I just it sure is. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think back on the needlessly suffering that I did, and I think, oh, I wish I would have done this and that. You do. You want it. it you want to just help the world. You want to shout on the mountaintops and help everyone who's out there suffering. Luckily, I worked in a behavioral health setting. I worked at a behavioral health hospital. And um, I talked to one of the behavioral health nurses about my symptoms, and I was in tears, bawling and crying, going, I'm, I'm going crazy, what is wrong with me? I don't, you know, I was just going on and on. And she told me, she said, Carol, get your thyroid checked. And I was like, what? You know, you don't, right. you don't make that connection. Thyroid, what does, what does that have to do with anything? And, um, right. you know, and then when you do research, you're like, well, thyroid has to do with everything in the body. So, everything. Yeah, Don't we know that, right? Everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could cover all the bases with the thyroid. <laughs> Pretty exactly. Much. Yes, we could. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my. Oh, well, none of goodness. us would know what and we you know, know all- right? <laughs> would know what we know if we hadn't have been through what we've what we've been through, you know. And I always feel like there's more to learn, you know. There's always something else I could I can learn. I I I still, you know, I don't do it as much as I used to because I'm I'm busy with my little nine to five gig that I have. But um, I still like to get on the forums and get on the websites and do reading and research and check out the latest because I think there's still so much that we can learn with the thyroid. And well, and with your healing, on. you know, Tiffany always says, you know, one of her comments is, now I said that, I can't remember exactly how she says it, but, you know, uh, you're healing your thyroid is an ongoing process. It's never just you're done. Exactly. Definitely. That's so, so true. Very, right. very so, true. Um, so tell us, Tell us um, what you got planned for the future. You got anything thyroid coming up, or? Um, I am going to finish working on Judy's book. I it's a slow process. There's a lot to the case, um, and right now we are appealing. I think it's in it's in the hands of the um, Supreme Court, I believe. Um, so Carol, I and is I there anything? Is there anything we can do to help her? Can we write in? Is there anything we can do to help? I will. Ch- I will talk to her lawyers. I'll check to Would see if there's mind? something that can be done. No Absolutely. problem. Yeah, because yeah. I I know that in in many court cases, if you can have letters that that can write in, um, that can show 
you know, even uh, similarity or anything like that, would you let me know if, if, that's, okay. if that's something that can be done? I would yeah. love to contribute to that. All right, absolutely. I will look into that. Um, I haven't talked to our lawyers in a while, so I don't know exactly where we are with our case, but I believe they've, they've sent in some documents to the Supreme Court. They've found some other um, loopholes, I guess you could say, to get her out, but I don't know where we are. But, yeah, I'll definitely look into that. So, um, And I was just reading a letter from her right before I, I called in, so... Um, wow. I will let I will let her know that you guys are you know thinking about her and thinking about her. her. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, please, do. please do. Yesterday was her birthday, so oh, I'm trying to get a hold of her. And yeah. uh, so that's about it. I do also want to I do also want to do a fitness, possibly a fitness book, um, because that's. One of the things that I struggle with is exercising with an autoimmune disease. I was, like you, Dana, an exercise fiend before I was diagnosed. And it's kind of hard to be consistent. I don't know if you have that trouble, Dana, with the um, exercise. I do. I do, yeah. I do. And it, and it's actually Dana. I know it's confusing oh, sorry. for lots of people. No, it's okay. Um, no, it's okay. Um <laughs> It happens all the time. It happens all the time. It happens. Um, no, it happens. Yes, I, I do. It does. And But I do have issues with exercising. You know, I was a Zumba instructor, and uh, I actually kept going at the same rate I was going with my Zumba because my doctors here didn't tell me that I needed to be paying attention and listening to my body, although that sounds so silly and cliche and whatever because now I say all the time, listen to your body. I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't right. stopping. I was just listening to the doctors. You know, I was not brainwashed, but, you know, I was just, you grow up, you go to the doctor, they tell you to take a pill, right. and that's what I did. And I guess I maybe I was in la-la land, I didn't want to hear anything, but they definitely did not say you have an autoimmune disease. And I was leaving the next day for a Zumba convention, and he's like, yeah, go, have a great time. And I I was like walking death, you know. I can't even believe yeah. I remember the moves and stuff, you know. And right. my, I met these I had, you know, these roommates I'd never met, and none of them, we'd all met for the first time there, and, and you know, I know they thought I was such a dud, because, you know, I could I could seem okay, and it seemed like I was okay, so since, you know, my right arm wasn't falling off, and I wasn't, you know, <laughs> then, then it seemed like I was fine, and so they'd be, let's go, let's go out, you know, I'd be like, I can't do anything, I did what I could do, and that's all I can do, you know, and so, exactly. so yeah, and yeah. I, and I kept I kept going and kept going and I and I pretty much you know think that just burnt my adrenals out and so now I'm dealing with hormonal issues and and, and adrenals as well as thyroid and I think it probably could have been not as not as bad as it is now had I stopped to listen or had a different doctor and or just listen to my own body but yeah exercise is very difficult and I actually want to I want to do what I can as far as the exercise and and you know informing people um, as well so. If you want to ask me anything, you just let me know. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll have to collaborate on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well great. Thank, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for, for joining out. us today. Oh, so so great to talk to you again. And because um, I know we chat and everybody gets busy, so it's really nice to, to hear your voice again and hear your story and share it with others. So thank you so much, Carol. Can you tell everybody where um, they can uh, find you online, uh, on Twitter, what your website is? 
Well, right now I'm a healthy thyroid lady on Facebook. Um, I haven't been <laughs> tweeting or blogging here lately because my job is so busy, but I'm, I want to get back into it cause, because that's my passion. So um, just get on Healthy Thyroid Lady on Facebook, and um, I update health tips and just things that you can do for your, for your thyroid that's healthy, for your body that's healthy. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Have an absolutely fabulous day, and um, we will chat soon. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And keep us keep us posted on your book and what's going on with the court case. Would you mind? No problem. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank All you, right. and have a wonderful Sunday. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, my goodness. My goodness, right? my goodness. I know. That, yeah. that, that court case is so overwhelming. You know, I mean, what, what, how awesome that she's taking the time to, oh, to do that. What a you wonderful know? person. What a wonderful lady, you know, going out of her way. And, and you know, she didn't know her at all. She just read about it. And then, you know, it's just it's wonderful. So, yeah. And it's so big, it's so scary, and and there's so many of us that go through the same situation and have scenarios that are <laughs> all too similar to what happened. I know, and, right? Uh, you know, it just backfired it's so and, and true. You know, went the wrong way for her. So it's very awful. So I'm interested in see where the case goes. So we will be we will be updating you guys. So yes, yes, absolutely. What we got going next week? Well, yeah, next week we have Dr. Joshua Red, founder of Red River Health and Wellness dot com, and of four Red River Health and Wellness centers in three states. So it's, I'm cool. really excited. It'll be inter- interesting to talk to him because I don't know much about him, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna all learn together. So he's gonna enlighten cool. us on all his thyroid info, right? And very cool. As always, a very big thank you to our listeners. Please share your thyroid thriver story journey with us at thyroidnation.com. I will be publishing a thyroid thriver story this week. And, um, you know, whether you're healed or not really isn't about that. It's about the journey. And, um, you know, it can help so many others feel not so alone. And it can offer a light to the path, you know, to the path of their own healing journey because, you know, you feel like you're so alone. Uh, You're in this little shell and you're not feeling well and you're just, oh, woe is me. And reading someone else's story can really really help. So, um, so sharing those has, really, has been really great and wonderful, and we've had so much wonderful feedback. So if you have a story, you're not even sure, just send me a message, and, and we'll talk. Very cool. Thank you as well to our amazing Thyroid Nation radio team, without whom this show would not be possible. You can read all about these amazing women on uh, the Thyroid Nation radio uh, bios and uh, links on where to find them and the support groups that they offer and all that good stuff. Yeah, and there's always there's always going to be a, a list of everybody who's helped on the show, and there there is that list still there on on the website because we've had many people come and go, busy, life change, and all that kind of stuff. But we still all got all their names on there, and we appreciate everything they've done and did do for us in the past. Mm-hmm. Make sure to always follow Thyroid Nation at thyroidnation.com on Facebook at Thyroid Nation, and um, also the Hoshies and Grays Facebook support group, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. And uh, tune in weekly to uh, join Tiffany and I for Thyroid Nation Radio. Mm-hmm. 
We want to remind you all that wellness is a journey and takes continual maintenance and evaluation. Make sure to always listen to your own body and be mindful of what it is telling you. Those instinctual feelings we get of things being wrong, even though someone, a doctor, whatever, saying, no, everything is fine, be mindful of that. Your body is super smart, so um, take accounting with it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This is Dana, your thyroid nation, Gringa Tika from Costa Rica. And Tiffany Milanich of GratefulGarden.biz. Bringing the collective voice of thyroid thrivers worldwide so that together, united, we heal. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Bye-bye now.